Hello, and a joyous welcome to This Woman's Work, a space where you can hear and read about some amazing women, the fantastic jobs they do, and the paths that have led them to where they are today. I'm here today with Annabelle. Hi, Annabelle. Hello. Could you tell the lovely listener what it is you do for Yeah, so I'm a self-employed beauty therapist. Okay. And have you always been a beauty therapist? Yeah, so I've done it for 21 years. Um, oh, it's you're the, not. Look at you. Fresh, fresh face. Sorry, fresh as a it's day. It's the Botox. It's the Botox. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it's really been my career forever really it is sort of waitressing and things when I was at college but yeah it's been my passion brilliant okay so as always at this point we go all the way back though first okay come back so Annabelle school college what Mm -hmm. were you like what were you into um so um always really sporty at school I would say um and loved animals and I think when I was younger, if I'd spoken to my mother or father, I would have wanted to be a vet. Oh, okay. But my, um, I'm not particularly academic, so I think that one would have, what would have happened. Yeah. And I remember saying to my folks, I want to be a veterinary nurse. And my mother, bless you. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> my mother saying, I'm too sensitive, which I understand. Yeah. Cry at anything. Yeah. Especially animals. And then when I left school, um even though the school I was at, you were kind of, it was university. That's where you were going. Yeah. And I did realise that that was not something I wanted to do. Um, Quite, not sadly, but I didn't want to leave my parents. Even at my age, didn't want to leave them, just wanted to... Just a home um, girl. Yeah, home home body. And I remember either both of them or just my mother taking me to an open day at college and um, I was really out of my comfort zone because I'd been lucky enough to to be privately schooled. Went to this college, didn't know anybody, and just felt horrendous right. at the time. Because, well, it just felt like you didn't fit in. Yeah, absolutely. And my dear mother, not not saying uh, to paraphrase, you made your bed. <laughs> yeah, this was this is the option. Yeah, you know, um, and. I think it was mum who actually said, what about beauty therapy? And I thought, huh, don't we know a lot about that? So I yeah. went into the to the class or the, the tutor room and um, sat down and thought, oh, I could do this. Um, and I suppose looking back to a fresh-faced 17, 18-year-old, thought it would probably just be really easy. Right. <laughs> Painting yeah. a few nails. Yeah. Ah, it'd be fine. Yeah. And when when I was going back a long, long time, I know it has now changed how, how the curriculum works. But when I was at college, you did your, your first year, which was your MVQ level two. And then you could leave and go into industry. But actually, you're not going to get a good job at level two. You right. need to get level three yeah, so you can yeah. offer everything. Um, and I think when I first started the course there were about oh my goodness 30 plus people in my class which I really wasn't used to so I felt really nervous about that but by the time we finished after two years I think only six of us were still there wow because people had gone in rightly or wrongly with this attitude that it's going to be so 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 easy 
Right. But it really wasn't. You had to do a lot of science, anatomy and physiology, yeah. business studies, um, which I don't think we kind of expected. Looking back, I, th- I, th- I do think it's different now. People have more of an idea. Yeah. Um, so I certainly got on better with the smaller classes, um, putting yeah. your hand up. And, you know, you don't want to be wrong. When there's yeah. a big class, you don't know anybody. They, they all know each other. But that's interesting, isn't it? So you'd all, let's just say, sweeping statement. Mm-hmm. You'd all gone in there yeah. thinking it was a going to be an easy ride yeah. and that is like that's more than a 50 percent dropout literally so what made you stick at it then because i found it interesting i found the subject matter interesting and you don't want to sound rude but i was good yeah. i was good at what i was doing and at the school i'd been at previously i won't say names but being very academic i was always in the lower always yeah. in the lower sets um, which d- didn't bother me per se, but looking back, I think maybe I did feel kind of like a bit of a dunce hat in the corner. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we'd have speech day, it was always the same kids it's that would always a, win. Well, that's uh, and my yeah. friends and I would be at the back thinking, hmm, it's not going to be us, so why are we here? So I think I'd probably been knocked quite a lot over those years. So then going to a college where actually, I don't know how this has happened, but I'm the top. Top of the class. Really yeah. strange. For me, quite. Uh, oh, um, it was. Though. It was nice, though. Um, yeah, and I think I just really enjoyed it and enjoyed what I was doing. And it was so different to being at this really academic place that you're having clients in and you're practicing on people. And you, okay, but then you're going to do an exam in yeah. business time, whatever it may have been at the time. Um, yeah, so I just really enjoyed it. And do you think the school that you went to, because that school would have been a bit more hardcore. Mm-hmm. In, there's a level that you were actually used to that level of hardcore. A hundred percent. Because everyone else were going, oh, this is just yeah, a bit it was too actually, hard. It was, you were like, this is yeah, actually quite we, easy. Yeah, because we've been at school to... till six o'clock at night yeah. and Saturday school and then two hours of prep every day. Yeah, for me, it sounds awful, doesn't it? But it was, it was easier. Then, yeah. It was, you know, nine till three or whatever. That hadn't maybe had that same Exactly. Thing. It, it was, was a more. Hard, yeah. yeah, so I thought, oh, this is nice. Not going yeah, to, to college or school on a Saturday and things like that, yeah. And I think because I enjoyed the subject matter, when I went home and did my prep, I didn't begrudge it because I enjoyed it. I found it interesting. Whereas you were good at it. When I was at school, I think, oh, Latin. Ugh. You then obviously went on, what was the first, where did you end up? So my first going? job was at a salon in the town that we're in now. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the salon has now gone, but it was called Shapers and it was on the high street and it was a big hair salon downstairs and I had a beauty room upstairs. And, just um, you on your own? Just me. Ah, so had they recruited you just for Yeah, that? so I, I, I'm assuming back then I would have seen a, a, a job in a paper, probably yeah. at the Rutland Times or something. <laughs> the internet really wasn't, makes me sound really old when I say oh. this, but... Um, and I went along, and, I, and I'll never forget, I came outside, and my mother and father were on holiday in France, and I rang them, I was like, oh my God, I got the job, and I was so excited. And was um, that the first interview you'd gone for? Yeah. I would say I was just lucky. I don't know, that maybe my face fit, fitted, fit, you know, it just worked. Yeah. Um, and, oh my God, I was so... I was like, a, a, you know, a rat up a drain pipe. I was so excited. I wanted to do everything. Oh, I'll mop the floors and stay late. I was probably really annoying, like, to the older people wow. because I just wanted to do whatever I could to... Do a good job. I suppose with a background of being a people pleaser. 
which still follows me to this day. <laughs> like, what can I do well, um, to well, help? I mean, the flip side of that is also work ethic. Yeah, yeah. And you've obviously quite clearly been raised. Absolutely. With a strong yeah. work ethic. Yeah, both so you just... Both your parents are, Yeah, both self-employed and... And they work, they've always worked hard, yeah. haven't they? So, uh, so mum and dad would always say, if you want something, you've got to work for it. You're not just yeah. going to... And I think there, there can often be this... I um, can't think of the word... Complacency? No, because private school people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you get spoon-fed everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh my goodness, don't get me wrong, you're so lucky to have that education, yeah. but my parents were not like that at all. You get a job and you yeah, yeah. You, you earn it. You've had this start, but you've now... Got to do it, You've yeah. got to go out and do it. So yeah, I think I was there. I wasn't there for that long, um, maybe a year or so. And it was absolutely great to begin with. And what you'll find in this industry is when you get a job, especially starting earlier when you're younger you'll then be sent off to different training courses for the products they use yes so I was really lucky at that salon they work with a lovely company called Decrior which yeah. I'm sure you've heard of yeah. so I was sent off to Derby for a couple of weeks to do my face and body training and so that was really good product house to be trained in because then it's on your CV yeah. so when you go to the next place well, I'm Decrior trained and so it was yeah it was great and obviously being employed at that point they pay for it yeah so yeah, it was that was great, a really good start. And I'm trying to say I think I was there a year or so. And then I said the business has closed. They I think they maybe came into money yeah. worries and they asked me to go oh, self-employed. Right. Yeah. Spoke to my parents and they said, Well, you can try it for a bit. But I wasn't established enough for yeah. that to work. And I didn't have enough about me business-wise probably personality-wise as well, to be able to have that drive at 18 to work yeah. for yourself. Well, I was going out, I you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to have to worry about well, that. So. It's responsibility. It, it? Yeah, and it's different Very my age few, I am yeah. now. It's completely different, 20 years down the line. But at that point, yeah, I tried it, but it, yeah. it wasn't for me. And then yeah, I went on to the next place and so on and so forth. Wow. Really. So how many different salons have you worked at, do you think? Not many at all. I'm quite a creature of comfort. I like things to be the same. I don't like to change things. Um, so from there, I worked another salon for, again, maybe a couple of years. And it was from there that I then went on to what I call my big job. Yeah. Which was, um, I started as a supervisor in a big day spa. And um, and then I got manager, yeah. which I did for 10 years. Yeah. So it, I haven't really, I'm not someone who flips around from job to job. I do like continuity. I don't like a lot of change. So, and I think as well, when you are with a company and they put money into your training, you don't really want to, you're quite loyal. You're quite you said, loyal, well, yeah, you know. Okay. That's how you've been yeah. raised, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I then went to this spa. Um, I was supervisor for maybe a year, something like that. So I would have been, what, early 20s? You forget, don't you? Yeah. Something like that. And then my my boss or my manager handed her notice in um, and it was quite... Uh, she went into the big GM's office flexing her muscles a bit and he wasn't the person to do that right. too. And I remember the conversation... You again. No, basically, <laughs> being, I want more money or I'm gone. And he says, bye then. <laughs> and that day I had a phone call, come to the office. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay, do you want the job? So I said, yeah. But it wasn't like I'd, maybe I would have applied for it, but I, you know. You didn't necessarily seek it out. No, it was it was just, you know, when I left that job, my supervisor took my job. So it was just how it went. Yeah. And, and, and it went from there. So I really had to learn on my feet. 
And how long were you a manager for then? Ten years. Wow, mm. OK. Mm. So, yeah, nine or ten years, I think. A long, 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 long time. So you're obviously good at it then. Yeah. Um, yes, OK, yes. I was going to say <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, I, I was... But I think... Because that's managing. That is it's budgets, a lot. staff, it's a lot. logistics, and clients, yeah. complaints, staff. everything. Yeah. Staff, staff are the tricky. I love them all dearly. If any of you are listening to this, they were the ones that kept me there for so long, truth be told. And did a lot of them stay or did you have quite a... Yeah. So that's the Once problem. I left. Right. And I'm not saying for one minute that they followed me. I went self-employed. But I yeah. think what I'd done... And I will hold my hands up. I, I used to micromanage a lot. Right. I, I was juggling balls at the time. I'm not very good at letting people help me because I want to do it myself. Because yeah. then I know it's done. Yeah. Um, and I think what had happened was because I had protected my girls, as I would have called them, from the big bosses yeah. when I left. I wasn't that wasn't the buffer was anymore. No, yeah. So they got it. Yeah. And often I'd get sort of a bit um, exasperated with them and I'd get cross them because I'd say, you make the mistake, but it's me in the office getting shouted at. Oh, yeah. And if I'm not there anymore, it was them. Yeah. And I think they probably then realised that I had been sheltered, which actually, hindsight, probably wasn't very helpful of me. At the time, I thought I was looking after them, but I probably wasn't because they weren't learning. Because I was saying, no, no, it's me, it's me. I'll speak to them because I didn't want them to get shouted at. Yeah. Mother hen. Slash people pleasing. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you know me too well. You know me too well. Um, so what made you leave the heaven? Um oh. So for, for 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 the best part of the decade, I'd worked with the same management team. So you had my level of management, then the operations manager, then the big, big boss. We as a three worked really well. I got on with them so well but I respected them because they did still frighten me a bit. So it wasn't like yes, we were friends and yeah. I took the mickey. It was, they could shout at me and I'd deal with it, but we'd sit together at Christmas do and have a lovely yes, time. So yeah. it worked, worked really well. Yeah. But then my immediate boss, the operations manager, he left to go and be a GM at another hotel and we got someone else in who um, we didn't mesh. Yeah. Let's put it that yeah. way. And it was really sad and it genuinely took me a long time to to get over it because I'd had this great job and I'm not going to look back and say it was all perfect. It wasn't, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then this new manager came in and he, he he just wasn't, he wasn't someone who I could work along with. No. And I did speak to the big boss about the behaviour and how he was maybe coming across and... Yeah, you know, my boss would say, I get it, but I think he's just, he's trying to find his feet. I mean, yeah. but you, you don't come in and be unkind to people who've been there for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe if I wasn't as sensitive, going back to wanting to be a vet, as I am, I could have dealt with it, but I couldn't. Yeah. So I made the decision. And at that point in my career, I think when you've been in management, most people would agree that it would then be hard to be managed again. Because yeah. not, it's not an arrogant thing, but you've been used to driving the boat. Well, I don't know how... Where would you go from that? Because you're exactly. basically at a salon manager level. Yeah. You would have to set up your own... Mm-hmm. So were these the chats you were having with Oh, yourself? my God, like, yeah. My husband do? and my parents. And, you know, I don't want to work for anyone. And actually, really sadly, at this point in my career, I, I hated my job because of what had been mm-hmm. going on at, at this spa. But I didn't know what else to do. 
And one day, and it's funny, isn't it? And I'm sure most people have been through a similar thing. It's the smallest thing that do what you're done. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think it was due to my wonderful brother, who I love dearly. We all got the norovirus in the family and it went oh, wow. through everyone. Nice clearing. That was great, yeah. <laughs> and, um, thank you for that, Simon. <laughs> and I got it and then my husband got it. And my husband actually works for my father and we were both at home recuperating because when you've vomited, you can't go to work for 72 hours. Oh, God, you're but, so... You're shattered off. Yeah, now, in fact, we both yeah. felt super poorly. And um, we were watching a film. My husband was next to me and I was sitting next to him. So bear in mind at this place, I didn't get sick pay either, which yeah. wasn't ideal, however... Um, my husband's next to me and he's just sitting back as my husband does watching this movie and chilling out thinking awful few few, few days but we're, we're getting through it <laughs> yeah and I'm getting really quite narky horrible emails when are you coming back to work this can't carry on and I just sat there and thought no that, that's it I yeah. can't anyway but say so bear in mind I'm off sick they're still emailing me and ringing me so I picked up my phone went on to Facebook just for something to do and I saw a local ad for where I rent now. Wow. And something just made me think, yeah, that's it. And if I hadn't... Okay, so you did leave with a plan then. You sort of, had you... No. No, okay. But did you speak to these people before you quit or...? No. So I messaged the lady who was advertising the space to rent because she had put it as part-time hours so I thought well I need to find out what she's talking because it could be yes. two hours up to 39 as long as it's not 40 it's not classes yeah. so I said to her hi I just wondered um when you say part-time what you're talking about and I, and I must say I was really touched because I was quite low at this point mentally because yeah. I've essentially been picked on at work so she said oh I know your I know your reputation precedes you so what do you want Oh, right. So wow. I said, I want full time. And she said, I'll give you full time. So I handed him my notice and he just looked at me and he said, what's this? And he said, this is what I think it is. I said, yeah. Shut the door, tries to talk me out of it. And I and I said, no. And he said, um, I'm not accepting it. Aww. Which I don't really know what to say at that point. Um, because I think that's probably it's illegal. Nice, but- <laughs> I'm not I'm not accepting it so I said oh you mean he literally literally he wouldn't accept my notice right and he said I I want you talking metaphor no 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 this was a literal and I just stood there staring at him and he said I'm not touching it I didn't see it yeah he said I want you to go home over the weekend and think about it and we'll come back because I used to have Sunday and Monday off there we'll meet on Tuesday morning and discuss it and because I did really respect this man he wasn't the one who'd been unkind to me I said, it's not going to change. I've already signed. That was a lie. I sort of signed a lease for somewhere. And he kind of hurt my feelings. But I think it was just trying to toy with me a bit. So he said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going out on my own. He went, never work. It will never work. (gasps) And it really kind of gave me an impetus to think, actually, it will. Don't don't now try and do this to me. So I went home over the weekend. Obviously, didn't change my mind. Went back Tuesday and I said, I'm going. And historically, where I used to work, the minute a manager quits or hands a notice in, you were put on immediate garden leave to the point you were walked to your vehicle. Yeah. You weren't allowed back to your PC, anything. I've had to do that to people before and you feel really bad. Yeah. Because I don't, that that, that was their way of doing it. But I felt after all those years, it's a bit of a callous way to treat somebody. It is, yeah. However, because for the best part of... five, six, seven years, 
I really had been left to man this spa with the hair salon on my own. No one knew what I did. So they had to keep me there for a month. So at they, the what, time, they, they sent you, they want you to go and go and leave and then retracted it. Yeah. Or did they, oh, okay. At the time, I remember being really quite cross about this because I fancied a month off. I'd had a really bad time, <laughs> really so stressed, had this bug. I could do with a month just to chill yeah. before I start here because there was a lot to do here to get it ready. However, in the end, it really helped me out because I could speak to my clients, which, okay, looking yeah. back... Mm, I probably whether I should have done it or not I don't know oh it does go but on though doesn't it clients are loyal and irrespective of whether We've I've told to them tell them that you're thank leaving you, because they'd they expect to see me to ask you where yeah. you're going that is so it's a natural thing but then that meant I literally finished there on the Saturday and started here the Tuesday and again so hindsight weeks you were also I guess buying all your yeah, stuff you were getting which was your... quite <laughs> that was a lot yeah <laughs> that was a lot because what I will say in this industry, without being too negative, is it really isn't well paid yeah. unless you kind of work for yourself. It's not. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame. You've got to be true. the master of your own. You've got industry. to. So, you know, I haven't been well paid for about 10 years. And now I've got to set up my own business. Quite frightening. I was so, so lucky that my when I started after four weeks, I was fully booked. Wow. My fear had been, I'm going to start and I'll have no clients. Yeah. Because, it's my dog. Because <laughs> um, I think I had possibly been um, mentally knocked down quite a lot at my last job. Yeah. So I probably thought I couldn't but do it. Am I right in saying that you probably hadn't realised the extent of that until after you left? Yeah, I didn't realise at all. And like you say, then you all. almost have the... The PTSD mm-hmm. from it, don't 100%, you? 100%, because I think when you're in a situation, you're kind of used to it. So when I started here and absolutely loved it, I thought, oh, my God, that was appalling. Yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely and appalling. And then you've got to And then I, I well, as I've told you before, as a friend, I got incredibly depressed. Yeah. Which, at the time, being much younger, surprised me that even though I was out of it, I got more miserable. <laughs> Yeah. But I think it was because my brain was processing. Going really positively mm-hmm. Everything was you. great here. Wonderful. You were, you got your own book. Yeah. Oh, you got booked it was amazing. Clients, but you just... Everything that had happened. And don't get me wrong, it probably sounds, you know, the grand scheme of things, being bullied at work, really small. But it, it, was, um, it was really awful. And I think as women, as we're talking about in here, you work with men, okay? And I had it so many times in that job where you would do a duty manager's shift, sorry. So not only were you managing your department, you would be on a late or an early. So that would mean if there was a complaint in the restaurant or the hotel or the swimming pool, I would get radioed and I'd go. And I cannot tell you the amount of times, being in my mid-twenties, that a man would say, can I speak to somebody else? Who else can I speak to? And you know what they were saying? They weren't saying another woman. Yeah. They want a man. Yeah. Um, and because I was being picked on by an older man, I didn't, it, it really w- was awful because I didn't really have anywhere to go with it. Yeah. Um, and I think it does, it does kind of reinforce this thing of just being kind to people because yeah. God forbid if anything was to happen where I work now, much smaller, but if one of the girls came to me and said she was unhappy or someone on the reception team was being unkind rest assured it would be nipped in the bud yeah it wouldn't be oh they're just new yeah. just flexing their muscles you, yeah. you can't you can't kind of mess with people like that no. so 
Um, yeah, but you know, absolutely. Sorry, I waffled there, no, but no, it, sure. it definitely the effects of what I went through went got worse and worse and worse and worse. Well, and also suddenly, like you say, so you're on your own. I guess that you had people here though. Yes, but not as many. Not the team. Absolutely. So, so you're it was. Starting completely I was the only full time therapist. Yeah. There was a girl who rented the room next to me. Just did a little bit of part time. Um, it was a much smaller, same unit, but not as, I don't know, busy, vibrant, vibrant as it is now. Yeah. Um, so I kind of really was just on my own. I had one receptionist, but it was just me. And that's a lot. I think if you've been in a very mm. social work, yeah, that will have been. I mean, that, like you say, it's a day spa. Yeah. So you've got clients. Uh, yeah, and say hairdressers, well, beauty therapists. Well, yeah. Just, it's just this people around you all the time. Clump. Okay. So how long have you been here for now then? How old am I? Seven years. Wow. Which gosh. doesn't, I think, because of COVID. <laughs> kind of, oh, I have this really weird thing in my head that anything pre COVID didn't really happen. <laughs> I've, I've cut it all, I've it's got all no gone. sense of time. Yeah. But yeah, I think, some, yeah, about coming, it'll be seven years in May that I've oh, been yeah. here. But since then, the ownership of, so I rent my space, yeah. everything in it here is mine. But I rent it from a lady. Yeah. And the owners have changed. How so many times? Just once. Okay. So the people who had it when I first started sold it to the people who've got it now. Right. So just, well, once or twice. So we've got, yeah, second lot of owners. And for me, that was really, as happy as I was the first time, 100%, the, the second owners coming gave me a new lease of life because right. we are... Even though I'm self-employed, which is what I want, we're a team. Yeah. We're a team of self-employed people. Yeah. Um, all women. Yeah. And we laugh so much. Yeah, you do seem to have a lot of We do. There was the option for me to buy it from the previous owner. Right. But I declined because okay. I actually didn't want that responsibility. Yeah. I didn't want to come to work and if someone called in sick, have to sort it. Well, that sounds very selfish. The receiving end of that. I've before, done it for too long. That, yeah. I just wanted, within reason, to worry about my clients and myself in that bubble. I'm so lucky. I've got this incredibly close support network. And I think, I won't go into it too much. It's utterly miserable and people will get depressed hearing me talking about it. But I wasn't in a good place mentally. Yeah. At all. I got very, 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 very poorly. So I think they absolutely, they were like wrapping me with yards of cotton wool. Yeah, and they'd have done anything for yeah. you. Yeah, so if that's what you want to do, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll do whatever you want. Not not, not in a aiding and abetting, but what do you want to do? Yeah. And if this is what you want to do, but you need to know. Yeah. And I think with any sort of mental illness, depression, anxiety, often people, when they're in the depths of it, at the time, I didn't know what it was. I now know I was quite manic. Yeah. Okay, okay we could do it. And I was really hyper all the time. So if you didn't so know that me... Across, yeah. If you didn't know me, great. She's yeah. so excited. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, because I didn't know how ill I was at this point, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was just really like, okay, there's an expression. If you want something done, ask a busy person. I took that to 100. Yeah. Um, and now I know what that was but I didn't at the time. Yeah. So people who know me or knew me before I got ill were thinking, all right. <laughs> I don't, this isn't I you. This you isn't, know. they were, but again, I think, 
don't know if you've been ever, excuse me, through this with anybody, God forbid it happens to either of your children, people treat you with kit gloves. Yeah. Because you can be quite combative. You can be quite... Yeah. Mm, I think I was at a place where people were maybe scared of my reactions to things, not in an angry way. I do have a slight temper. Yeah. Once a year, I have a big blowout. But then I wouldn't say I have a temper, but because I wasn't acting like me, I think, just leave her. Yeah. Just okay. leave her. She'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. I wasn't all right yeah. <laughs> at all. But that's to come. Yeah. That's to come. <laughs> 